the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Welcome to That Show Hasn't Been Funny in Years, an SNL podcast. I am your host, Nick DiGiulio. I am a podcaster, comedy writer, and performer, graduate of the Second City, and a Saturday Night Live expert and historian. And each week, we'll look back at everything SNL, the best, the worst, the good, the bad, the classic, the forgotten. We'll talk about full seasons and full casts, behind-the-scenes stories, episodes, sketches, SNL's historical significance, and much, much more. And sometimes I'll have guests, sometimes I won't. But with every episode, I will always prove that that tired cliche that you hear all the time, that show hasn't been funny in years, is absolutely wrong. And I do, indeed, have a guest on this episode number 59 of that show, Hasn't Been Funny in Years. And it's the partner that I have on my other podcast here at Radio Misfits, the Nick D Podcast. Her name is Esmeralda Leon. Esmeralda Leon is a podcaster, voiceover artist, and radio personality from Joliet, Illinois. In her many years in the business, she has worked with Jonathan Brandmeier and Ro Khan, Patty Vasquez, me, and many, many more. She was a traffic reporter and a news anchor with WGNAM for several years. She's worked behind the scenes for many radio shows and podcasts. She currently does steady voiceover work. She appears on Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 8 a, uh, 820 AM Chicago, where she occasionally fills in as a host. And she is the co-host of the final segment of every episode of the Nick D podcast right here at the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. She is also a big Saturday Night Live fan, and I now welcome her to that show. Hasn't been funny in years. It's the great Esmeralda Leon. And let's say hello to Esmeralda. Hi, Esmeralda. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. How are good. you? Oh, uh, great. It's like it's like it's so great to have you on my other podcast. Now, you know, you are <laughs> the the co-host of segment 3 of the Nick T podcast, the regular uh regular mm-hmm. co-host. You're my mm-hmm. partner in crime on that podcast, but now like you're a guest and I'm going to treat you like a guest. So, hi. Welcome. Oh boy. Is it any <laughs> is it is it I'm assuming it's better? I guess, yeah. I believe. Did you did you not did you not get the gift bag and the and the food in the green room? Was that not? A, a... Oh wow. <laughs> um, I actually I was so busy I wasn't able to stop into the oh. green room. Okay, well I'm, I apologize, but my people should have uh, put you in touch with it. You know, with with the with the food. I'm cards. sure they'll yeah. take what they uh, yeah. deem appropriate. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, anyway, welcome to the to the other podcast that I do. Um, yes, and you've known me, you've known me for a long time, Esmeralda, you know, what, a, what a dork mm-hmm. I am about Saturday night live. And, um, so this is the only way that I could get that stupid, uh, in, in, in stupid knowledge that fills my head out and somebody listens to it. We have a lot of people who listen to this podcast, so there are other goofballs like me out there. So I don't know. Something yeah, to be said. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about you and, uh, and SNL now, um, Mm-hmm. You know, you have done, uh, uh, you know, you've, you've worked on, on comedy shows, you've worked on, on radio and things like that. Um, and so like comedy must've been kind of a, uh, you know, a, a thing of yours when you were growing up. What, what was it that started? What, what, what made you laugh when you were a kid? What were the things that made you laugh? Um, I'm trying to think as a child, like a smaller kid, mm-hmm. I honestly, I discovered, um, SNL fairly young. Mm-hmm. Um, I was probably, I want to say not even double digits at that point. I was probably eight or nine. Wow. Good for you. And I, I kind of remember, well, I kind of remember like the, when it happened, like it was a Saturday night and my parents never really gave me curfews or anything like that. So I didn't, we didn't abide by anything like that. So Saturday I was just up. You're just yeah. up until yeah. you go to sleep. Yeah. Or until they go to sleep. And even then (laughs) I would watch TV and like stay up and just kind of like be very quiet about it. Yep. But I remember watching 
SNL, an episode of SNL, and just and being the first time and not knowing what that was. Like, just being like, what is this most amazing, hilarious thing I just watched? Yeah. Will it be on again tomorrow? Right, right. <laughs> and I didn't realize that it was only once a week on Saturdays. So I think I remember, like, the next day hoping that it would be on. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, of course, it was not because it was only on Saturdays. Now, do you remember, can you remember who was in the cast, or can you vaguely remember what made you laugh or anything, or when you first saw it? Oh, God, no. Not the not the, not not okay. that first SNL. Okay. But it had to have been most likely, like, Dana Carvey. It was, like, the, early like, 90s. So, like, so the Dana like Carvey, 90... Dana Carvey, David Spade, Sandler, yeah. Farley, Farley era, yeah. like that? Uh, that oh, era. yeah. It had to have been yeah. 92, 93. Okay, okay. Somewhere yeah. around there. Okay, so uh, all right, I, I I got the time frame then. Very very cool. Um, all right, so you you started watching it. You you remember it sort of like now when when you when you finally did realize that it was SNL, um, mm -hmm. you know what? Who were the, the the early favorites? Like what when you were watching it when you were a kid, aware that it was SNL, but what were the things that you liked? Like everybody kind of watched it when they were teenagers, right? Didn't everybody, doesn't everybody go through like a phase yeah. when you're a teenager to watch SNL? So what was that like for you? And who were your, who was the cast at that time for you? Like the big. As a teenager? Yeah. Like when you, when you really started to sort of get into it. Norm McDonald <laughs> was the big one. Okay. Um, To the point, and I know this is a little cheating, but um, you asked for my five favorite sketches yes yeah, of course we'll get to that and, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about um, yeah go ahead but the one the the norm mcdonald is letterman doing uh you got any gum yeah <laughs> uh me and my friend uh my friend beth obsessed <laughs> over that sketch i don't know why no clue why Mm -hmm. um but now were you familiar like, with were you were you familiar with letterman were you familiar with letterman i mean i knew of him or anything but i didn't really watch letterman because oh, that's so also, funny <laughs> i didn't watch letterman because i once i realized what talk shows were late night talk shows conan was on before mm. that was leno and i would just see i was like oh that's jay no, that's that's. yeah and i didn't know letterman was on after i didn't know about any of that yeah until conan started his the shift that letterman had i didn't realize right. that letterman was i always yeah. thought it was letterman and leno they're there and then there's conan after but yeah. i never really watched cbs well you were so. young you were young too you know what i mean like in 93 when all that stuff came down you were only 10 like when 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 the whole right. like letterman leaving nbc for not getting the tonight show leno getting it and conan stepping in and letterman going to cbs you were 10 when that happened that was the fall of 1993 yeah. so you were a kid that's you know it makes sense that you weren't aware of what was going on for sure and yeah. i only knew about leno because he was just on that's yeah. just leno <laughs> yeah like exactly the, yeah just the, <laughs> like if anything put on the tv that's what you put on at night because it's <laughs> right. leno right yeah. beyond you'd watch the news we were very much a channel 5 nbc news i got family. You. Gotcha. So yeah, we would, and then it would be Leno. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize, I mean, at that time I didn't realize there was a late night, but then I got, I realized I got a little older and there was Conan, but yeah, I didn't know anything about Letterman. So I'm watching that. I mean, I knew, I knew of him and stuff, but I didn't really watch it, but right. I, that sketch just like killed me and my friend to the point where I even like my sneakers, um, I wore kind of like sketchers, like those skate shoes Yeah. or not sketchers. Um, I can't remember the brand, but it was like they used to sell them at Payless. But before that, they were like kind of expensive. And then they they went the Payless way, but they were like skate shoes. And I wrote all over the because it had a thick band around the sole. What is that mm -hmm. called? Uh, Whatever sole, that is the, around the, the shoe. The, yeah, I got you. The, the, the base of the shoe, but this on the side. Yeah, on I the wrote. Side. A bunch of like, I drew a bunch of stuff, but I also wrote, uh, you got any gum <laughs> on the side of my shoes because I was not into it. I was like, this is the funniest thing ever. This is the most, like my mind is blown. And I mean, I watched a lot of, I watched a lot, I watched Kids in the Hall. I watched Monty Python. So like, <laughs> for some reason that really grabbed me. Yeah. The, the Letterman impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> with the, you got any gum. Yeah, it is weird. It is it is weird. And it does have the touches that, you know, like if you're watching Python and you're watching, um, you know, kids in the hall, 
Uh, that kind of fits into it because like a lot of the stuff that Norm Macdonald would fit into that did would fit into that category because he he would do oh, yeah. kind of like he would do shit that was completely off center. Um, but yeah, but I think oh, yeah, that's, and I loved it. I loved. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Norm, I mean, I, I did a, I did an episode uh, on this podcast um, a, a while back where I talked about all of the anchors in the history of Weekend Update. And uh, mm-hmm. and ranked them, and I, I ranked my top five uh, anchors, uh, and number one is Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald is the best anchor in yeah. Weekend Update history, and I don't give a shit what anybody says. You can you can talk about Chevy yeah. Chase, you can talk about Jane Curtin and Dan Aykroyd and Tina Fey and Jimmy Fallon, and you know, and all these other you know D- Dennis Miller and all these guys. They, some of them did great. Norm Macdonald was the best anchor Weekend Update history, as far as I'm concerned, and I'm sure oh. that you I'm sure yeah. that you would agree. No, I agree. I agree completely. God, he was funny. He was so goddamn funny. He was so funny. Yeah. But I love the fact that you didn't really watch Letterman and that still killed you. I love that. <laughs> it's still just because I knew, I mean, I knew about Letterman. Yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. And I knew the whole thing because by that time when he, that sketch came out, I mean, he was, he was like a Leno. Yeah. Equivalent in my yeah. mind. He was yeah. famous. He's very famous and you yep. knew about him and Paul Schaefer and all that. So. Right, right. That's so funny. So, so, and okay. Who were some of your other, when you were watching it? Cause I like that, like that time period. So I'm assuming like, obviously Will Ferrell was in that, in that era when you, when you were watching it a lot. Yeah. Um, he was in the, yeah. in the later, but I mean, I know you don't like him, but you know, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kedem Sandler was fine. I didn't really. Mm-hmm like find him that did amazing. you like did you like 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 the stuff that he would do on update like the songs that he did like the the Hanukkah song or, or things yeah, like that they were okay mm-hmm. it Pure. wasn't like uh i wasn't really into him that much i mean i thought he was funny did you like he chris was farley funny. was farley okay did you think farley was funny yeah yeah i th- i mean again he wasn't like to me i wasn't like oh boy i gotta watch that chris farley sketch yeah but i mean now that i think about it <laughs> remembering um how just things come to mind but that's that japanese game show sketch where he's on <laughs> yeah, it and he's just yeah. an american tourist yeah. and they're torturing him and he's like wait a minute wait a minute i know <laughs> cool huh? like yeah i mean <laughs> yeah this stuff was great <laughs> that's great stuff that is that's very funny sketch very funny so uh you, you mentioned mike myers you mentioned dana carvey so was wayne's world a big thing for you did you did you did you like wayne's world did you like the movies and all that stuff I did enjoy Wayne's World. I mm-hmm. more um, enjoyed when he did Simon. Oh, sure. The little boy in the tub. <laughs> and Simon, when he would make, he would do drawings. When he would do the drawings. Yes. In the, in the tub. Okay. What about the hyper kid who was chained to the monkey bar? Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Jeffrey? Was his name Jeffrey? Um. um yeah. I, I don't remember. I remember the one sketch I remember that he did of that was with um. Oh Jesus, that Australian chick. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. the best one. That's the best time they've done. He did it a few times. Without question, one with Nicole yeah. Kidman was the best one. Yeah. 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 But and, and I can't just, remember the You're the, the devil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, and that was that was very funny. It was a funny character. And you know, like he 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 had like the helmet, you know. Yeah. And, and knee pads Which and stuff. I, I and, would not fly. No. It would not fly. No. 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 He was uh, Philip the the hyper hypo. Okay. Was hyperactive and hypoglycemic. That's right. So he was that. Then he was middle aged man. Um, oh, that's right. You remember middle aged man? I'm middle aged man. Yeah. And he had a theme song too. Well, by the way, let's talk about this really quickly. You love sketches that have theme songs. Oh yeah. And yeah. Like the, <laughs> the '90s was rife. Oh, every Half of the ske- sketch was the damn theme song. <laughs> <laughs> like just the fact that they had this, they came up with this whole theme song. I'm curious, like what came first? Were they just doing theme songs, and then they were like, "Oh, we got to do a sketch for this." this right, is a great theme song. That's a, that's a good. Not use it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I know Robert Smigel was uh, was a was one of the main writers during that time period, and he wrote a lot of those uh, theme songs. Um, and, oh, and, I can uh, believe it. Yeah, yeah, and, Sm- and Smigel, obviously, you know, we all know him as a, one of the best writers, sketch writers of all time. He did Saturday uh, TV Funhouse, all the animated stuff. That was all him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas mm-hmm. time for the Jews, all of that. That's all him. And of course, he's Triumph, uh, the insult comic dog. Speaking of comic. yes, yes, um, and uh, <laughs> you know, and he is responsible for some of the funniest shit that uh, that has ever been on that show, especially working with guys like 
you know, working with Sandler and all these other guys at that at that time period. And and if it was weird and it was funny, uh, Smigel probably had something to do with it. Uh, but he did write some of those yeah. theme songs. But but yeah, Middle Age Man was had a theme song. The the um, everything did. You're right. Like even uh, Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer didn't Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer have a? It have did. A, I was yeah. watching it recently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it did. You also, um, but yeah, uh, it was like half the sketch, so you didn't have to do too much. Yeah, so you know, to fill time. So the, you you the you also mentioned most of it. some of your some of the other honorable mentions, and uh, I believe they all have theme songs. So let me let me go through this. Like you have unfrozen caveman lawyer, uh, unfrozen mm-hmm. caveman lawyer. Uh, I remember who I can't, who was it was telling me that they watched unfrozen caveman lawyer when it was first on, and they were like, I didn't think it was funny at all. And then years later, they're like, holy shit, this is genius. No, but it took them a long time. It was somebody, it took them a long time to realize just how brilliant Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer. By the way, if you don't know, that's a one of the, Phil Hartman, one of the greatest, well, in my opinion, the best yeah. cast member, the best cast member in the history oh, of SNL. Yeah, Phil Hartman too. Yeah. They're the best cast member in the history of SNL, in my, in my uh, opinion. But Unfrozen yeah. Caveman Lawyer, he's like, I don't understand your ways. I'm just a caveman. You know, like that. It's genius. Your, your, your f- fancy lights scare me. <laughs> like, just like. <laughs> I can't. Like, it was just so good. It, it, like, I don't know. Like, the concept that was, uh, you know, that was a Smigel. It was, a, it was also Smigel and, 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 uh, and Hartman came up with that. And, like, the, the whole makeup with the forehead and the hair and everything. And yeah. just genius. Really funny. But that had a theme song. And then another one that you picked was Toons is the Cat That Drives. Now, Toons is, is one of the, Ronnie, my favorites. Yeah. And that had a theme song. That, that has a theme song that, that it goes on for mm-hmm. a long time. And then, of course, every sketch ended the same. The car would go off a cliff. That was the, that was the, Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, cats don't have... Some do have thumbs, but not... Right. <laughs> you know, I don't know how they can grip it. Also, yeah. how are you reaching the, the brake pedals. and the gas? Yeah, exactly. That's a whole other... The other thing that was funny that they would do there, because I remember one of the, I mean, Victoria Jackson seemed to be always in the car uh, when it happened. Like it was like Victoria Jackson. Yeah. And, and I remember one, Steve Martin was in the backseat during one of the, one of the great ones where the, you know, the, one of the funniest ones. But I remember they would intercut like the, there was like a, like a cat puppet, but they would intercut it with the real tunes. It's like a real cat. Right. A real cat. Yeah. I mean, the I mean, you're not going to train that cat. No. They have a week to write perform <laughs> practice whatever this skit and then on saturday night no yeah they're not gonna, gonna get that cat to do you, you gotta get the cat pu- <laughs> and that and of course i mean having the cat puppet is just comedy and in, in yes in general uh it's very oh funny. for sure because i yeah. think it was always just like a paw with a stick yeah yeah and it was just you know and he'd be behind the wheel and the wheel would be moving without the cat you know like doing anything yes. um, but yeah. and then it was just like the cat with the tunes is the the cat that drives and then you follow and it goes off a cliff that's every sketch ended the same <laughs> and it was funny every time and then the other one that you yeah, mentioned the other one that you mentioned as one of your favorites is god a one off that they did one time it was in 1991 Linda Hamilton was the uh, was the host and it was massive head wound, Harry, uh, which it is. It cracks me up because I, for some reason, thought there was more. But I mean, yeah, you're just you're like, no, it was just one. And I was like, one oh, time, huh. one time, and they had a theme song for it. If I'm not mistaken, they did have a theme song for massive head wound, Harry. Um, of course, they did. So, what was it about massive head wound? Can you can you tell me? Can you remember maybe the first time seeing it, or what what was it? I mean, obviously, you know the gross out I thing mean, and, and the, the dog coming head in, wound. yeah, and the dog coming in and chewing on the chewing on the head wound and then well the the best part which is the natural break of people because he's the dog is pulling way too right. hard right and almost rips off whatever piece that they put on him to have yeah. the head wound. right the wig and the hair and the and the and the makeup piece on top the dog is like ripping yeah it. <laughs> and you could see him struggling like he's trying to keep it like holding it down yeah, while it's, his it's, dog is just going insane it's dana, dana carvey by the way was uh, for for people who might not know dana carvey was uh massive head wound harry and he and he shows yeah. up he shows up and, and linda linda hamilton was the was the the host that night yeah. and she was the one throwing the yeah. party she and her husband i think it was kevin nealon was her husband or something and they're like, oh, God, I hope you didn't invite Massive Headwound Harry. And then he comes Oh, in. he did because he heard it or something. He right. works with him. Right. <laughs> and then he comes up and so like. so bad. Like no one likes him. And he walks up and people see him. Like my favorite was Farley. He's like in the middle of eating an hors d'oeuvre or something. He goes, oh, my God. Like when he, see him, when he sees him. <laughs> 
Oh. And then he's like, I think I'll lie down because his head is bloody and ripped open. His brains are hanging out. <laughs> then he lies down on the white couch and he's leaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> leaving like blood stains. <laughs> and then the dog comes out and starts chewing, you know, on. Oh, um, my God. It, 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 it was absolutely hilarious. But it's it's interesting, though, you know. Um, that it made such an impression that a lot of people, you're not the only one, Esmeralda, that, that thought that that was more than just a one-off, that, in fact, it was a series because it made I'm such a huge impression. More. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, so funny. But Massive Head Wound Harry, yeah, no, that's a classic. That is an absolute classic. Um, it's hard to to play it on the podcast because it's all visual. A lot of it is, you know, you, you, know, you right. want to see what the head wound looks like. It's hard to play. Yes. Um, on um, the podcast. And they <laughs> haven't, they don't do theme songs anymore well i think they did one recently or somewhere where i was like oh look at that they do a few they do a few every once in a while but you at that period you're talking about that that you know that period that was in your teenage wheelhouse there were like you said there were theme songs for every every character every damn sketch had a (laughs) theme song now i will play my favorite theme song now we were talking about you know you love Mm -hmm. the theme songs and, and and at that time when you were younger you happened to uh, to be watching it at an impressionable age, and at that time, it was the height of theme songs. <laughs> yes. But I'm going to yes. play my favorite theme song, and it's not from that time period. It's from um, the uh, the early uh, the early to mid to aughts is what the, where this mm-hmm. is from. Mm-hmm. So here's my favorite, and you know we'll know what it is right away. It's very short, but it's my favorite uh, theme song for a character. <laughs> So that's the theme song for Debbie Downer. <laughs> that's so good. See, they need more of that. They need to bring it back. I know okay. they do the, the music videos now and everything. Right. Come on. Right. No, that, do, some, yeah. do some theme songs. Do some more theme songs. That'd be great. That would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, that and of course, Debbie Downer. And that's from that clip. That one was from the very first Debbie Downer, which is the legendary one that took place at Disney World with Lindsay Lohan, where everybody broke and everybody laughed. Right. <laughs> um, and it wasn't just Jimmy Fallon and Horatio Sands who were both in that, in that, in that sketch, but Rachel Dratch lost it too. Everybody did. And it's, it's becomes, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a classic sketch. But they did a whole bunch of them, and then like they they do a reprise at the end, you know, at the end of the sketch, like that's Debbie Downer, and then she comes back and goes, "They never did catch that, uh, uh, what was it, the the Tylenol guy or something like that." <laughs> <laughs> at the end. So, oh my! But God. that I think that's a that's a great example of uh, of of a great theme song for for a sketch slash character. So outstanding now and 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 so that was your wheelhouse now and how often have you watched it as an adult i know like a a lot of people like in their in their 20s barely watched it because you're out on saturday night uh, and even into your 30s and stuff like that um and and and, you know and as tech technology changed nobody watches SNL. i'm the only one of the only people in the world that watches snl live on saturday because most people will watch all the clips are online an hour later you could watch it Sunday. Yes. You know, nobody, I, very few people that I know watch it live. I do because I'm a dork. But how do you consume SNL now? You probably just watch it on YouTube. You watch the clips or stuff that are available? Yeah, they, I mean, they, they show them on the suggestion thing. We, like, sir, during the pandemic, we would watch it in its entire, like, at the, because, you know, you're just at Sure, home you're inside, yeah. There was nothing yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we would remember, like, oh, right, Saturday, Saturday Night Live. Right. Um, but nowadays, like, we won't watch it in full. Yeah. We'll just watch the sketches. Yeah. And th- there's times where we'll just go through the sketches. Or I think Hulu is the one who has it after the fact. Mm-hmm. And we'll go through that, but then we'll, like, skip through whatever. Like, yeah. oh, we saw that, blah, blah, blah. Like, right. But for the most part, it's we're just catching. I That's catch what... them on YouTube. Yeah, no, that's what normal people do, Esmeralda. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I watch it from yeah. front to back. I watch it from beginning to end, and but I I'm analyze it like very. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I might not see a sketch that was yeah. in an episode, yeah, um, for a while because I just it just never came up or I never yeah. Yeah. had seen anything, right? So yeah, because you're normal. <laughs> you're a normal person, <laughs> you know. Like, like I, it's appointment TV for me. Like, I literally will watch it. 
yeah. from beginning to end. And I will watch the good nights because it's one of my favorite things. And NBC always fucking cuts the good nights off. They always cut the good nights off when everybody's on stage at the end. It's one of my favorite. I love the theme that they play mm-hmm. at the end. I love to watch what's going on. Like who's hugging who, who's talking to who. Is there a problem? Like on the last episode, Esmeralda, I don't know if you know this or not. Um, on the last episode, Dave Chappelle was on stage for the good nights for no reason. He wasn't I in the show. I heard about that. And I'm like, what the hell is Dave Chappelle? See, it's stuff like that that happens Why I watch it live. I, like, <gasps> I heard about that, and I heard that, like, Bo and Yang and everybody was kind of trying to distance themselves. Yeah, like Bo and Yang and, and, Bo and, Bo and, and Sarah Squirm, uh, Sarah uh, uh, Sherman were on the other side of the stage, and they were like, is that Dave Chappelle? They isolated them, and I've seen videos of them like going <gasps> and shaking their head and going, oh, my God, and like looking angry because Dave Chappelle was just yeah. on stage I mean, and didn't do anything. I would be like, who the, who the fuck invited him? Like, yeah. who, let, who opened well, the door for <laughs> I'll tell you what. He was up there right next to Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon and he were high-fiving and stuff, so it was probably Fallon because Fallon was there because Justin Timberlake was musical guest, so they did the, uh, they did the uh, Robin and Barry Gibb thing. Uh, that oh. they always do. So, because yeah. of course, you know, and 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 right. of course, the host was Dakota Johnson, and so there were other special guests there. But there's Chappelle at the end of the stage, and you know, that's why that's why I watch the stupid goddamn thing every week. Yeah. <laughs> but you know when it all changed, <laughs> and I talked about this with Tom Hush because Tom's younger. You know, he's he's ten years younger than you are. He's a kid, you know. And mm-hmm. Tom started to watch SNL. When the Lonely Island guys broke because of right. it being available online. And that's when it really happened, when it all changed. Because at the beginning of, you know, social, you know, not social media so much, but the internet, um, Lauren Michaels mm-hmm. was against it. He's like, I don't want to I don't want to provide any clips for free. And then <laughs> when Lazy Sunday hit, you remember Lazy Sunday, which is yeah. Yeah, uh, which sure. is Andy Andy Samberg and Chris Parnell, they're rapping about going to see the Chronicles of Narnia. And it's fucking great, and it's classic. When that hit and became a viral sensation, it changed everything. Like, suddenly the Lonely Island guys, Andy Samberg and the other guys, they made it cool to watch SNL the next day, and they made it profitable for NBC. Those guys are responsible for the way we watch SNL now. It really is, and that was in the right. mid-2000s. Well, and, yeah. and now the the formula as well i know yeah which is yeah. to do the the off the whatever not live sketches yeah yeah the film stuff and, and videos and, and now yeah, you got the these film stuff. you got these really shitty guys called not please don't destroy um who do their uh who do their sketches and that's become a thing that now you know, the did di- you i did i did watch their little thing with Dakota the, Johnson. Yes, did which I actually thought was good. Did you find any pleasure in that? <laughs> uh, no, I did, because like everything Dakota Johnson said about them, I agreed with. I was like, yes. When she called right. them, so how how is the loneliest island, guys? I went, oh, damn! You know, when I went to they said that. And then, you know, they were ripping her apart for stuff, and I thought that was very funny, because I happen to love Dakota Johnson, but they give her shit. Yeah. And I do, I did like the fact that with the Nepo kids, when they did the ring thing, I thought that was funny. Right. I thought that was funny, you know? And, and so, yeah, I, hey, listen, if they do stuff that's funny i'll admit it and and uh and they did one where they went on a tour of bodegas in new in manhattan where mm-hmm. they were like they were supposed to be these guys hosting this food show but all they did was go to a bodega and get like a sandwich and, and it yeah. was hilarious it was hilarious um so but yeah but no yeah lonely island those guys changed the way people consume and watch snl you know it's like okay i'll wait till tomorrow i don't have to watch it live you know yeah so. for sure okay so let's get to your favorite sketches okay and uh <laughs> All right, let's talk about, we're going to start with number five, which is uh, the most recent one. And I, will let, I always let everybody know, Esmeralda, when I talk about sketches or play clips, I always give everybody the date, who the host and musical guest was, uh, and the season and episode number so people can look it up. They can look it up on YouTube or they can look it up on mm-hmm. the SNL YouTube channel or they can look it up on Peacock. But so this, this, this first clip that we're going to play, which is I said, hey, pick five of your favorite sketches of all time. Um, yes. And this the most recent one. This is from September 29, 2018. That would be season 44, episode one. So it was the premiere episode of that season. Your host oh. was Adam Driver. Your host was Adam Driver. Your musical guest was Kanye West. And he went nuts on the set that night. <laughs> oh, did he? Oh. He did. Yes. It's a very... It's, and this a, is a one great... that I did not watch. I did okay. not watch in full. I watched and bits and pieces. Second time Adam Driver hosted. He has since hosted two more times. And he's uh, he's fantastic. Uh, but this was yeah. the second time he hosted. Yeah. And uh, this sketch features Adam Driver, Melissa Villasenor, 
A.D. Bryant, uh, Ego Wodum, and Pete Davidson. And Pete Davidson plays Adam Driver, <laughs> Adam Driver's son. So yeah. set this up. What is this sketch, and why do you think it's so funny? And we'll play a cl- and I'll play a clip from it. Uh, so it's career day <laughs> at this school, and all the kids, which is Pete Davidson, A.D. Bryant, uh, Melissa Villasenor, is Ego's the teacher, right? At, uh, no, uh, A.D. Bryant's the, the teacher. teacher. Yeah, oh, Ego's Ego's the student. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, so it's career day, and Pete Davidson's father uh, comes in, and he is an oil baron. <laughs> I forget his name. Uh, yeah. He's like he an ancient. He's an old tiny. Yeah. Yeah. He's a I will drink your milkshake looking yes. Yes. oil baron. He's like a 400 year old Daniel Plainview from There Will Be Blood, is kind of what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious. Very and everybody so. breaks during the sketch. Like Adam Driver is so goddamn funny and the makeup is so funny, but he's so hilarious. And, and everybody, but like Pete Davidson could barely keep a straight face. Like he couldn't even look at it. I mean, come on. <laughs> so here's a little clip from that. This is career day with Adam Driver being an old timey oil, <laughs> oil prospector. He's a baron. Oil bear. Sorry. Yes. He's not a prospector. Yeah, he's a fucking baron. baron. That's right. He's a baron. All right. So here's a little clip from that. This is uh, the first one on the list of Esmo's favorite and crush your enemies. Well, this has been outstanding, Mr. Parnassus, but unfortunately, we're running out of time. Boo! Now, does anyone else have any last questions for Mordecai's dad? Yeah, yeah. I get that you're an oil baron, but what do you actually do all day? Perhaps I was not clear. (laughs) Luckily, I brought a visual aid which will illuminate the ins and outs of the oil industry. This dead bird represents those who would wish you ill, once proud, flying high above the earth in bloody defiance of her gifts. And now you return her to earth, naked and defeated. I am lead you into children i was asked to bring a healthy snack so join me in the hall for swine livers and capri suns there you go so that's, that's, that's fantastic fantastic and he didn't break did he no 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 adam driver did not break and neither did melissa via senor everybody else professional did. yep <laughs> melissa didn't but but ego did 80 did and and pete davidson was laughing during the whole goddamn thing so right uh, classic and by the way adam driver is a magnificent host um he is yeah, willing yeah. he is 100 committed did you see the sketch that he did the last time he just hosted a few weeks ago when he was the baby on the plane yes <laughs> yes i did <laughs> so it was great whatever they throw at adam driver he does it you know what i mean it's uh that's it and that's maybe maybe the funniest thing he's ever done on on, on the in the times that he's hosted you picked the you picked the funniest yeah. one so goddamn funny he's, okay yeah He's he's great. Oh, and his name his name is Mr. Parnassus, by the way. That was his name. <laughs> All right. Now the next one uh, that you pick, uh, you picked one of my favorite. Listen, by the way, you, there's a lot of stuff on your list that I adore. Let me just say that, and that, and I'm yeah. not surprised because you and I have very similar. I think we have very similar sense of humor. And there's a reason why you and I get along so well because we laugh at a lot of the same <laughs> shit. So the next one is I picked one. Let me just tell you the one that I picked. I picked it from. Um, it's from October 16th, 1999. Uh, it's season 25, episode two. Heather Graham was the host, and Mark Anthony was the musical guest. That gives you, yes, of course, it was 1999, because Mark Anthony was the musical yeah. guest. <laughs> um, and so it's Heather Graham, Mark Anthony, um, and, um, and it is one of the dog shows. Explain dog show for people, because it's, yeah. it's two of my favorite. Well, you know my favorite female cast member of all time is Molly Shannon, so... Right. And immediately, right, right, right. I'm digging this. So, explain dog show. So dog show is li- it's is it, it's like a cable access. Was it even yeah. reported yeah. that like they were on a TV show? <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, it's hinted at, but uh, or did it just 
It's like they're just there doing yeah. this. It's got a logo. Um, it's got a dog show. You know, the, the logo okay. pops up. The okay. credits so, pop yeah, up. So, so they're, yeah, it's a TV show where mm. they're literally just talking about dogs. Very weird and dogs. specifically, like, pretty dogs. Right. I think they're, like, pretty, like, very, like, fussied. Right. fussed over like they have they clothes on costumes and <clears throat> right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh and as you as you'll hear weird names let me just play i'm gonna play a, a little bit of this is again like i said when heather graham hosted so heather graham comes out with her dog and will ferrell and molly shannon are the hosts of dog show and uh this will give you an indication as the kind of sense of humor that esmeralda and i have <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i find this hilarious here we go <laughs> to Dog Show. I'm Miss Colleen. And I'm Mr. David Larry. As usual, I am joined by my delicious friend, Mr. Rocky Balboa. He is dressed as actor Robert Urich in his role of Spencer from his hit show, Spencer for Hire. And I'm, of course, joined by Mr. Bojangles who is dressed as the lovely Cleopatra because of his extensive knowledge of ancient Egypt and the fact that Mr. Bojangles is really a girl. Mr. Bojangles is really a girl! Mr. Bojangles is really a girl! This is indeed a very special night. For the first time, we will conduct a seance in an attempt to contact the dead mother of Mr. Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Sometimes I think that our love is dead because you like men, Mr. David Larry. Maybe I do, and maybe I do. <laughs> and now here to help conduct our seance is our first guest, and dear friend who we met at the dog premiere of Fight Club, please welcome Lady Hamilton and her dog, Spicy. Lady Hamilton! Welcome, Lady Hamilton. I'm a bit of a rascal, and me first mate, Spicy, is not much better. Quick, make up a song about foggy London town. That's easy. London town, I miss you so. The streets are so foggy and narrow. Oh, spicy, behave. I know you want me fish and chips. <laughs> Lady Hamilton, let me inform you of a couple of things. I don't like grown women who wear Hello Kitty baby type knapsacks. And I don't like high-waisted <laughs> underwear that come up to here. But I do like dogs! Okay, that's... That's very much like um, the I'm 50, yeah, which she, I like. Yeah, she's just ridiculous, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe I do, and maybe I do. Or maybe I don't, and maybe yeah. I don't. Yeah. Will um, Ferrell is, oh, man. Well, let's, really... let's move on to the next one, uh, yeah. which is Will Ferrell, man. Um, so this is, uh, you tell, tell everybody what this is, and then I'll give the date and the, and the, and, and the episode and everything. Is it the doctor one? No, Harry, 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 Harry. Oh, it's the Harry Carey. Yeah, yeah. Harry. Uh, so it's a weekend update. Right. Where they have Harry Carey in. I don't even know. Oh, just to talk about the Cubs season. The year. Um, the year in review. It's the year in review. Like Harry Carey. Oh, is it the year in review? I yeah. thought they just brought him in to talk yeah. about <laughs> No, that's normally what they think... do. But then he talk about other stuff. But this was like a year in review. Thing. Yeah. Um, and, he, he didn't really do a review. I remember he talked about like maybe one thing and they're like, that's about it. <laughs> Nothing else well, happened. you'll hear it. But the, but the, but the, 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 this one that you specifically wanted me to get is yes. from, um, uh, January 10th, 1998. Um, it was season 23, episode 10. Samuel L. Jackson was your host. And here you go, Esmeralda. Of course it was 1998 because Ben Folds five was the musical guest. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, I was, Yeah. I'm so, probably so happy for that one. So here's the deal. Colin Quinn had just taken over as yes. 
uh, update anchor. So they go from the best update anchor to the worst update anchor of all time. <laughs> um, and so Will Ferrell would come out and do Harry Carey. And he, the first time he ever did it, first couple of times he ever did it, Norm McDonald was the anchor. So now the new anchor is mm-hmm. Colin mm-hmm. Quinn. And you specifically wanted me to pull this one because of what happened. Yes. Okay. So here it is. This is Harry Carey. This is Will Ferrell as Harry Carey, Colin Quinn as your Weekend Update anchor uh, from January of 1998. And now with a look back at 1997 is our good friend, Hall of Fame broadcaster Harry Carey. Everybody, Harry Carey here. Well, as you know, 1997 was quite a year. A lot of things happened, some good, some bad. Mother Teresa died. That wasn't good, unless you hated Mother Teresa. I myself was not a fan of hers. Don't ask why. We were just like oil and water. We didn't mix. In the world of sports, Mike Tyson bit a man's ear off. I don't know what all the hoopla was about. I've actually bit a man's ear off on several occasions. (laughs) And I'm not proud of it, but it helped me out of many a jam. (laughs) In Scotland, they cloned a sheep, which a lot of people thought was fun. Hey, what if... Hey! (laughs) Hey! If I was a scientist, you know what I would clone? Hot dogs. Really? <laughs> Think of all the possibilities, Norm. Imagine a world of... Hey, what's going on? Imagine... Hold on. Imagine a world of, of, with endless supply of hot dogs. You could have a hot dog any time you wanted. Well, Harry, you could do that pretty much now. They'd be so abundant, they'd become our currency. (laughs) 20 hot dogs would equal roughly a nickel, depending on the strength of the yen. I'm not quite sure, but you know what? I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's just keep praying that we can clone one of these hot dogs. Uh, All right, Harry, what else happened in 97? Hey, Norm, did you gain weight? (laughs) Actually, Harry, I'm Colin. Hi. If you were a hot dog and you were starving, would you eat yourself? What? I know I, know I, I would. First, I'd smother myself with brown mustard and relish. I'd be so delicious. So would you? I don't know. Don't jerk me around, Norm. It's a simple question. A baby could answer it. If you were a hot dog and you were starving, would you eat yourself? I guess so. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. If you had said no, I would have bitten your ear off. I would have come at you like a tornado made of arms and teeth and and fingernails. So anything else happened in 1997? No, I covered everything. Harry Carey, everybody. Comes with. Comes with. I mean, come on, man. Man. So funny. So unhinged. So funny. Um, and uh, those, a lot of those Harry Careys uh, were were co-written by Adam McKay. Um, and that was at the time when Adam McKay and um, and Will Ferrell uh, began their partnership. Uh, oh on yeah, SML. yeah. And then they would go on to do movies together, like the Anchorman movies and Talladega Nights and the other mm-hmm. guys. You know, um, so and brother, stepbrothers. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and then Adam McKay would go on to be a pompous jackass and make movies that nobody cared about uh, that weren't very good. But, mm. but this leads us to the next to the to your next choice because this is full on mm-hmm. Adam McKay and Will Ferrell madness. Now, when Adam McKay and Will Ferrell would work together, they wrote the craziest shit. Now, I want to say this for if people are listening to this podcast in order. Um, I would just like to say that, yes, the last episode is entirely about the next sketch that that Esmeralda (laughs) And there was no knowledge of that, right, Esmeralda? There was no knowledge. No, no, I did not know. So you picked your favorite sketches, and among them was, you said, Will Ferrell, Molly Shannon, doctor's office. And then I texted you back and said, are you talking about where Tim Meadows comes in and does the robot? You said, yeah. 
And yes. I was like, holy shit, I just did an entire episode dedicated to that sketch. <laughs> it is truly one of my favorite sketches of all time. And if you want to know my reasonings why, go back and listen to the episode before this. But why do you love the Dr. Beeman test results <laughs> sketch? I It's so messed up. Like, it makes no sense. Right. Again, again, it, it, it plays into the, the type of humor I like. Yep. Um. I don't, it's just, I mean, the, be <laughs> the best part for me is the, um, at the end when he's doing all the, the, like the size and he's just like, yeah, yikes. Yeah. Like, that was rough. Yeah. <laughs> that gets me every time. Well, I didn't, I don't have that part recorded, but I do, I do have a, a right. chunk of it. Now, by the way, the entire sketch is uh, played on the episode before this, and I analyze it the entire for forty five minutes. Mm -hmm. I talk about nothing mm -hmm. but that sketch, how it was written, how it happened. But I will tell you this: so there's a moment in this. By the way, this was uh, season twenty five, episode ten, January fifteenth, mm -hmm. two thousand. Freddie Prinze mm. Jr. was your host again, no. January of two thousand. Your musical guest was Macy Gray. Do we not capture a time oh, period wow. during these things? Isn't that unbelievable? <laughs> So it's Will Ferrell, Molly Shannon, Rachel Dratch, Chris Parnell, and Tim Meadows. And Chris Parnell and Molly Shannon play a couple who are going into this doctor's office. The doctor's played by Will Ferrell to get an update on their on their baby. <laughs> Rachel Dratch plays the ugly secretary, <laughs> the, the receptionist. And then Tim Meadows plays Dr. Poop, who at one point comes yeah. in <laughs> and does the robot. Uh, for no reason. And then everybody breaks, yeah. except for Parnell. He's the only one who doesn't break. But Farrell loses it, who <laughs> normally is a rock. And Molly Shannon is gone. Like, Molly Shannon is yeah. making no disguise that she's laughing her ass off. So let me play a chunk of this, and I'll tell you a quick little story, Esmeralda, about the whole Tim Meadows thing, okay? Okay. So this is one of your favorite sketches. This is Dr. Beeman, <laughs> Will Farrell. Here we go. See him. Between you and me, I'd like to stomp on his head till my foot's covered in brains. We can hear you. At least his wife's got a big enough ass for a nice roll in the hay. All right, Beverly. Goodbye, old friend. Sorry, I was just uh, subscribing to some magazines. No, you weren't. Now, where were we? Oh, right. Your father may never again have what we call a human face. <laughs> what? We're here about our baby. Who are you people? The Framinghams. We gave birth to a baby a week ago and you were supposed to give us test results. Are you Brian and Cheryl Framingham? No. Blowfish and Funk Framingham? No, for God's <laughs> sakes. Jennifer, get the F in here. <laughs> Yes, Doctor? Who are these people? They're Tom and Kathy Framingham from Mount Oak. They have a baby, Shane. My God. Tom and Kathy, I, I feel like an idiot. Of course, your son Shane, he's fantastic. Now, quick phone call to Beverly to get the details on his new Palomino, and then I'll give you the test results. Yeah, we, we haven't seen our son in a week. We want to know You how... shut that mouth, Tom. <laughs> I will not. You will if you're in my office. I will not shut up. Tom, please. And tell that Asian wife of yours to shut up, too. <laughs> you are really being awful. Believe me, I know. But you're all going to need to shut up. Are we clear on that? Good. Now, I'm going to tell you this quickly, and it's probably going to sting a little bit. Your son's a witch. What? Oh, my God, no! This is ridiculous. There's, there's no way to determine. Yes, there what? is. Yes, there is. <laughs> Jennifer, please send in Dr. Poop. And yes, laugh yeah. all you want at his last name, but he is the man who could very well save your son's life. Tom, Kathy, I'm Dr. Stephen Poop. I'm sorry, there's absolutely nothing I can do for your son, but I can do the robot. That'll be $5,000. Good day to you both. And now they're losing the it. Now they're losing it. Look, I couldn't think of anything good. Uh, the truth is... 
We misplaced your baby. <laughs> Okay, and it goes on. Uh, Molly Shannon is laughing her ass off. Will Ferrell breaks. And then it goes on, and then they, they finally leave. And Chris Parnell is like, let's go make another baby. He gets all weird, and they leave. Yeah. Okay, so this he is... Calls him a Von Druk. Yeah, a Von Druk. <laughs> is, that a, is that really an even a real curse word? I think. Um, so this is Adam McKay. Son of a Von Druk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so this is Adam McKay and Will Ferrell at their craziest. Like, this is like... And there were like there yeah. five five or six sketches, you know, like uh, uh, you know, every other week there'd be two or three sketches where this kind of shit would happen. They they were responsible for Bill Brasky. You remember Bill Brasky sketches? Oh the, my god! That's yes. that's Super McKay great. and Farrell. Uh, you know, like a lot of the weirdest shit that they get off the shed. We're we're um uh, we'll, yeah <laughs> okay that's mckay and farrell okay and then they would go on to do these great hilarious movies the anchorman movies and the other guys is my favorite of all of them um mm -hmm. but what but so so when tim meadows comes in so what happened was this is a, a quick story esmeralda during mm -hmm. dress the, during dress the sketch bombed it tanked so while yeah. so during the actual broadcast the live broadcast adam mckay ran up behind the set right before Tim Meadows' entrance. And he said, look, what you did before wasn't working, so just go do something ridiculous. Uh, don't, say, don't say what you're supposed to say. Don't say the lines that we wrote for you. Just go in and do something ridiculous. And he's like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, I don't know. Just think of something. So the reason why they lose their shit is because Tim Meadows had like three or four lines he was supposed to say, and instead he did the robot, said you owe me $5,000, and walked out. And none of that was supposed yeah. to happen. <laughs> That's why the only person on stage who didn't break was Parnell and like Will Ferrell gone, Molly Shannon gone. So, and that was just the kind of shit that McKay would do. They would write this crazy stuff that made no sense. And um, so, yeah, but that was that prime Adam McKay, Will Ferrell. And one of the fun, one of my favorite sketches ever. And the fact that you chose it yeah. says a lot about our sense of humor, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Now we talked about it earlier. Let's. Let, let, this is our last one. You mentioned that Norm Macdonald. Now, is Norm Macdonald your favorite cast member ever? Um, I want to say yes. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't really in it that he, much. He he did some memorable stuff. I mean, he you know he was in some sketches and stuff. But I mean, like there was one where they did. There was one sketch that they did actually when he came back to host. I think. Um, or maybe he, no, maybe he was, in the, well, I think it was when he came back to where they did a, they did a takeoff on West Side Story. And he's like, why are you guys dancing? Remember they were, they were all, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see him doing like big characters. I can't remember anything. He did, he's... but he did do some impressions. Like you mentioned, we got the Letterman, but he did a fantastic, oh, right. he um, did a, Larry, his Larry King was fucking great. His Larry King was great. Right. And, and, um, oh my gosh. Tarantino. The, he did, the Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, obviously Burt Reynolds, his Turd Ferguson. Yeah. Well, Burt Reynolds. Oh, Burt Reynolds was great. Reynolds. And his and his his Quentin Tarantino. Magnificent. His Quentin Tarantino. So he did some mm -hmm, really good. Mm -hmm. So but but you chose um when he do David Letterman. And and I love <laughs> the fact that you didn't really even understand what this reference was when you were a kid. And that you wrote it all over I your gym. An and you wrote it all over your gym shoes. About it. You wrote it all over your gym shoes. And I love that story. <laughs> so this isn't from one specific. This clip is kind of like I found it. And it's a little quick compilation of mm -hmm. weirdness from David Letterman. So it features Norm MacDonald yeah. as David Letterman, Chris Kattan as um, Paul Schaefer, and Mark McKinney as Paul Schaefer. And then also featured is Alec Baldwin as Robert De Niro and John Lovitz as Marv Albert. Um, mm -hmm. and so, but this is like a compilation of some of the catchphrases, especially your favorite is featured in here. E -e -e -e, you got yeah. any gum. So this is Esmeralda's favorite. It's Norm MacDonald. You got any gum as David Letterman and a little, uh, compilation. All right. All right. Welcome back to the big show. Let me just get rid of this uh, doll of steak. <laughs> so, uh, Paul is working, uh, working out today. You know, uh, you know what health club I work out there, don't you, Paul? Now, which one? Work out at uh, Crunch. <laughs> ah, <laughs> so this so this waiter comes to our table, Paul. He's one of the real oily guys. You know those kind of guys, real oily. He looks right at me. He gives me one of these, like, uh, hey, you enjoying your shrimp? <laughs> hey, <laughs> enjoying it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he wanted to know if you enjoyed the shrimp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
When this big hulking man walks up, I mean, big guy, looks me right in the eye and he, uh, he gives me one of these. He goes, uh, uh, you, you, you got any gum? Uh, uh you, you got any gum? <laughs> he asked you for some gum. Yeah. yeah that's right. Hey. He's not on the show. Hey, uh, you got any gum? <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> First guest here on the program, ladies and gentlemen, brace yourselves, Robert De Niro. To have a good time, I'll give you that. You know, it reminds me of the time that Marty and I were. Marty and I were making Taxi Driver. We're filming Taxi Driver. Marty turns to me, he says, Oh, oh, let me guess. Probably said this, probably. Yeah, you enjoy the shrimp? Yeah, you enjoy the shrimp? <laughs> hey, hey, you know who I better really enjoy the shrimp? Chong. <laughs> hey, what about basketball, though, huh? The Bulls have already lost two. What do you think of that? I think my appetite for unconventional sex knows no bounds. Uh, you, you got any gum? This is Jenna Alfman. Good night, everybody. Okay, so there it is. <laughs> you, enjoy, you enjoy your shrimp? You enjoy your shrimp? This is so dumb. Uh, it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious, so... All right. Well, those are your favorites, uh, and uh, people can check them out. Uh, they're all available uh, online. Um, and uh, you watch, you know, you watch it off and on, and and watch the uh, and watch clips from the show. Now, is there anybody that kind of stands out in the cast that that uh, that you think is funny now, like on the current cast? Is there anybody that you find amusing? Uh, I mean, for sure, um, Sarah Sarah Sherman. Sarah Sherman, yeah. She's uh, awesome. Bowen Yang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't until I watched, uh, the sketch with, um, Jacob Allure. He was, uh, Jacob Allure was hosting and it was the AA meeting, the women's yeah. AA meeting. Yeah. And Punky. Oh man. <laughs> Listen, Punky is having, uh, yeah, Punky. Well, I was going to say she's having a bust out career, but that literally was a bust right. out. Yeah. Uh, Punky is having a great season. She's really fine because Punky's a really, really funny and has been underutilized basically until late last season and this season so far. She's been doing some yeah. great shit, man. She's been doing some great, and I'm so happy because she's hilarious. And if you've ever, if people haven't seen it, she's hilarious. She has a cameo, a small role in Bottoms, and she's fucking hilarious uh, in Bottoms. Um, so yeah, Punky's Punky's having a great season. Yeah, and that was that was, and it was fantastic. That, and the other thing is that she's full on like full on out. She's a lesbian. Like, and the fact that she was playing mm -hmm. that part and getting hot for him, you know, with her boobs yeah. hanging out, that was very very funny. <laughs> very funny. It was um, great. It was a great sketch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very funny. Okay. Cool. I'm a. I'm a. My. I. I. I think as I've often often have. Uh, women seem to be the strongest part now of the show. And for me, like Chloe Fineman is amazing at impressions. Um, and I yeah, love, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can't express my love for Heidi Gardner. I just love her so much. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I think there's some, there's some, there's some really good stuff on the, on the show. And I, and I'll tell you what, the one thing that you can count on, even if a show is not that good, honestly, Che and, uh, and Jost are great and they write uh, weekend yeah. update. Weekend update um, is the highlight every week. Weekend update is a highlight every week. Yeah, Colin. Colin loves that's like the first thing he always yeah. looks up. And it's he great. Watches the updates. It's great. It's great. Not Their because there great. is a name. There are namesake in there, but yeah. there's namesake. Yeah, right. he's named after Colin right. Jones. Right, right, <laughs> right. But yeah. there is a Colin, so he always uh yeah big ups so. to other Collins. Yeah. But um, funny, hilarious, yeah. very good stuff. All right, cool. 
All right. Well, look, it's so much fun uh, talking to you uh, just as a guest and having some fun and listening to some stuff. And every choice that you made, I completely agree with as your favorite sketches. They're all great. They're all great. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and you should, if you want, listen to the entire sketch where I, we get background information and all the all the details uh, of the Dr. Beeman test results sketch. So oh, yeah. No, for sure. The oh, entire episode is dedicated to that. So anyway. Yeah. All right, Esmeralda, you rule, and I will talk to you over on the flip side at the, on the Nick D podcast. Yeah, okay? absolutely. Thanks for joining me, and uh, and I'll talk to you soon. Dad, my thanks to Esmeralda Leon, and my thanks to you for checking out another uh, episode of That Show Hasn't Been Funny in Years. Uh, you can hear us every Wednesday, brand new uh, episode. Uh, Radiomisfits.com uh, is the website for all of the great episodes that you can hear of great podcasts. And Radiomisfits.live is what you should check out for our 24-hour streaming service uh, for all of the great podcasts, including my other podcast, the Nick D Podcast. And you can hear this one as well. Uh, go back and check out all of our archived episodes. We have 58 other episodes of That Show Hasn't Been Funny in Years. And if you have suggestions for topics for Saturday Night Live that you want me to cover or guests that you would like me to have, I want to hear from you on this SNL podcast. Let me know what you want to hear, what you like. 773-417-6948 is the voicemail. You can email me, nickdpodcast at gmail.com. Um, I'll take any emails and any suggestions and any comments and all that great stuff. Um, and I want to thank uh, Ed Silla and everybody at Radio Misfits. I want to thank you for checking it out. And I also want to thank the great Jason Skaggs, who does the incredible... Uh, Opening, opening theme that you hear, and he does this great closing theme that you are about to hear at the end of every episode of this podcast. So thanks very much. We'll see you next time on That Show Hasn't Been Funny in Years. and have a pleasant tomorrow.